0: Thought Leadership Studio. You're listening to Thought Leadership Studio, the podcast that helps you master high-level positive mass influence to create distinctive business niches, captivate an audience, grow your following, and change the game by changing the frame with Strategic Thought Leadership. Thought Leadership Studio. Welcome back to Thought Leadership Studio for episode number two. How is Strategic Thought Leadership like making a movie? Before we get into that, let me clarify what is strategic thought leadership. It's leading an audience to embrace you or your organization's unique perspective on what you offer. It might be called your thought leadership model. And if you do this well, they're gonna see you or your organization or maybe your client's organization, if you're a marketer doing it for a client company, is distinctive and set apart from the rest of the field so that's a simple definition but let's unpack it a little bit okay so if it's leading an audience you're leading thinking so doing thought leadership strategically means you're aiming to respectfully influence not just educate it's not just a how-to it's a you should so it's an active role where you're encouraging recipients to not just understand your point of view, but you're leading them to connect these dots so they can embrace it for their own and act on it. And it's important to emphasize respect that comes from the empathy of putting their needs first, and that's what separates it from being manipulative. Um, Effective strategic thought leadership, instead of being manipulative, actually helps liberate people from self-limiting beliefs. So instead of taking away their power, you're giving them more power. You're not taking away their old choice. You're building a bridge to a new choice in thinking. And if they want to go back to their old choice, hey, they're welcome to. bridge is still there. You haven't burned it. They can go back. Uh, So you're giving them new choices, expanding their choices, not taking any away by leading your thinking in a way that is helpful to them and you're leading a specific audience so it's helpful to realize that there is no audience that's too small. If you build an effective, what we call a thought leadership model, which is a robust way of defining a destination that you're leading an audience to with your thought leadership. If you lead them to this model about what you do and it makes a positive difference in just one person's life then it's significant for that person, and you've performed skilled strategic thought leadership for that person. Now, now in business, audience might be specific. It's a narrow demographic or psychographic niche within a total customer base. And it, You may not be aiming for the whole industry, but for a specific segment of the industry that you can lead. And a thought-leading company can aim to serve this segment with a unique and liberating point of view on how to use a product or how to select a product or how to get more value out of it or elevate its use to a completely new and different purpose. So you don't have to get them all to do thought leadership. It's not so much about being seen as a thought leader. That's up to other people. What you're in control of is developing your skills of strategic thought leadership as an action, as a skill set that you practice and become better at so that your ability to positively influence impacts people on a deeper level and can impact more people. A third point is it's about your audience's thinking more than yours. So you're pivoting to their point of view and that it's not about the thought leader, it's about the thought leadership and what it does for the audience. You know, paying more attention to the thought leader than the thought leadership would be like a sports fan being more interested in the personal life of the owner of the football team than if their team is winning. More important that the team's winning, isn't it? Um, So the thought leadership's more effective when the focus moves from where it originated to building a robust thought leadership model that can move the thinking of a market segment. Haven't you noticed how the greatest leaders focus their followers on themes and concepts that are bigger than themselves. Isn't it more powerful to focus on building the strength of the ideas and how they move people? Instead of just building a pedestal for the idea maker, let the other people do that. And a thought leadership model can thrive and create greater influence when it's released from the originator into the wild where it can grow and develop, with many people developing to its evolution or adapting it to different situations. Now of course, recognition of the originator of this thought leadership is an emergent, natural outcome of doing it well. And it's actually more likely you'll be recognized as a thought leader if your focus is more on the thought leadership. That's like in sports psychology, they showed how athletes who have performance goals actually perform better than athletes who have outcome goals. Instead of having to go, I'm going to win this race, which would be an outcome goal, that the athlete's not totally in control of because they might have some really elite athletes enter the race at the last minute they didn't expect and throw off their mental game if their focus is external like that instead of internal on their own performance of achieving their own personal best for a 5K run after dedicated effort and relaxing perfectly into the ultimate performance. So having their performance goals is better. And then the more likely to have the better outcomes, you're more likely to be recognized as a thought leader if your focus is on the thought leadership and on the greater outcome. And the last point about what is strategic thought leadership is actually making it strategic. Doing it with intention and awareness is what makes it strategic thought leadership. So once you realize it's worth doing, what's the number one obstacle that stops you from building your skill set to do it as well as possible? What resource do you need to overcome this obstacle and master strategic thought leadership? And how would putting this resource fully into place, fully and completely, make things different? What would you see here in field that would let you know that you've put this resource fully in place and mastered strategic thought leadership? Thought Leadership Studio. And by the way, before we get into how strategic thought leadership is like making a movie, um, as there will always be, there is an episode page on thoughtleadershipstudio.com. There is a link in the description. And there's some free stuff and some special offers you can get because some of you may want to do a deeper dive into this once you realize what it can do for you. Uh, There's the Marketer's Guide to Strategic Thought Leadership, completely free report. It is deeper than the podcast goes and, and walks deeper into these actual building blocks of strategic thought leadership and what it takes to do it properly. And it will illuminate more of these three different roles in movie making that have an analogy in strategic thought leadership that you can apply from those perspectives. in this, or you want your organization to excel at strategic thought leadership, I do coaching and consulting and offer a money-back guarantee on the first session. So details at the link. Check it out. If you think it's a fit, if you're in a position of leverage where you can make a financial impact from strategic thought leadership, it can make a lot of sense. Check it out. How is thought leadership like making a movie? It has three perspectives that evoke three roles in making a movie. And we call those three perspectives audience attunement, Thought Leadership Studio, which happens to be the name of this podcast, where the name came from. Thought Leadership Studio. Mind shift director. Now those are odd names, so let me explain a little bit. Um, Audience attunement is taking the role of the audience member. Thought Leadership Studio is taking the role of the screenplay writer. Mind shift director is acting like the director of a movie to fully bring it to life. So it's a triple description. And these triple perspective strategies are actually really effective because they give a balanced strategy. Now audience attunement, taking the role of the audience member, is listening for insight. Listening to natural, uncontrived conversations of people who are in your audience, or could be in your audience, people who are prospects for your company perhaps. How do they talk about what you sell? If you're selling a philosophy or point of view, how do people talk about that? In ways that you can glean insight that will help you find what we might call a misalignment that is an opportunity for thought leadership. Now, since I mentioned that it's a triple perspective balanced strategy, each of the three perspectives correspond to a major sensory system, where audience attunement is listening, or the auditory system. They also each have a word that starts with the letter I, and for audience attunement the word is insight, so it's listening for insight. Now Thought Leadership Studio is about being the screenplay writer, getting into a creative flow where audience attunement is passive and mind shift director is active. Those are like the two wings of the bird on the body of the creative that connects the insight of listening to the impact of directing to bring things to life in between those two wings you have thought leadership studio that holds it all together and that's accessing inspiration so the I word here is inspiration to go with the insight the major sensory system is the visual because you're envisioning a new way of thinking that adds value and you might be thinking to yourself well I don't have a new way of thinking or I've got this way of thinking I'm not sure how it fits I've figured out a better way for my audience to get what they want that they're not thinking of themselves yet that I could lead them to so you can really enter the system from either the listening audience attunement perspective or the envisioning inspirational thought leadership studio perspective if you have ideas already that you feel could be formed into a coherent and robust thought leadership Mm -hmm. position to lead people to, then the question is how do you listen to get insight into the difference? So you have both ends of the vector, where people are starting from and where you're taking them to. You can't be missing either one. It'd be like if somebody asked for directions on how to get somewhere you need to know both where they're going and where they're at. So envisioning a better way of thinking to lead them to and if if you already have what you might call a thought leadership position or something you think could be made into that, yes you need to balance it with finding the distinction between those and There's a lot to that. There's layers to the onion. But just you know, just knowing that you've got an envisioning part and a listening part, you're leading them from where they're at to where they're going is really helpful in a lot of situations. Because most marketing doesn't do that. Most marketing is just about buy this now because you ran across this ad. And it ignores the fact that 85% of people now research online before a major purchase even if it's an offline purchase. They're out there to learn and if you're not fueling that learning with something that explains a distinction. So Thought Leadership Studio is about inspiration that leads people to a new place based on insight that comes from taking the audience member perspective in in leadership studio you're taking the role of the screenplay writer and the third part of the triad is mind shift director and that's acting like the director of the movie so you've got the audience member perspective you've got the screenplay writer perspective now you got the director perspective where the major sensory system is the kinesthetic because it's about taking imp- um, it's about taking action um, it's about creating impact is the I word I was going for. So the three I words are insight in taking the audience perspective to understand what way they're thinking currently about what you sell, you could lead them from to a better way. Inspiration of Thought Leadership Studio of envisioning a new, better mental model, so to speak an organized thought leadership position, a set of talking points, a new vision, a new angle. And then impact from outputting. Now this also spells the word Leo. where We've got listen, audience attunement, envision, thought leadership studio, output, mind shift director. Listen, envision, output, L-E-O, Leo, the lion. So think of a three-eyed lion making a movie and you've got a triple description of a triple description. How's that? Um, so acting like the director of the movie to bring it to life is putting it into media. Now in Thought Leadership Studio role, in the screenplay writer role, it's really scripted a really visionary, cool, attractive, magnetic. New way of thinking for the audience defined in terms of new mental models, the contrast against the old ones, and that sounds kind of heady and out there, maybe a little woo, until you realize it's just an if-then statement, a mental model. It's just a belief system, and belief systems always have an if-then statement because they connect two things. If you do this, then you get that. So there'll be an old if-then and a new if-then that define the vector of the thought leadership path from where the audience is to where you're taking them to. And then you gotta build the bridge to take them there. And that happens, generally, these days, through media on the internet. So if you're creating media on the internet, if you're a content marketer, or if you use content marketing and use content marketers, if you're a marketing director, or if you're a salesperson who uses communication, whether you're using the communication and writing, audio, video, Uh, just sending emails back and forth, whatever that is, you are building a bridge from old thinking to new if you're doing it with strategic thought leadership. And you're doing it in a way that once they've embraced this new way of thinking, they have connected the dots for themselves, realize it helps them fulfill higher values that other ways don't, and perhaps creates a frame around your product, your service that you're marketing for yourself or your client, or this philosophy that you're selling, this angle that you're promoting, in a way that it gives them more value, so they wouldn't want to go back to the old way. Just allow the option, they're free, you're not taking away freedom, you're not manipulating, you're giving them New ways of thinking is options that they'll probably select because it simply helps them get more value. And you understand what's of value to them because in the audience attunement phase you discover what their higher values are because people will tell you that. And they're not saying this stuff in the blog posts, they're not saying it, you know, in, in their own um, website. They're saying it in the comments section, they're saying it on Reddit, they're saying it in places where people speak their mind, usually anonymously, and anonymous is fine because it doesn't matter who says this. If you find just a few insights, you've got so much actionable information that can give you such a distinctive position in your field, profession, or market. It's hard to even get to it all, it's not like more and more data past that point gives you more. This takes away the whole incentive to track people because it's based on insight and it's based on the fact that people are already doing tons of research. They're going to seek out the most helpful content and by doing it from a strategic thought leadership perspective you're likely going to create the most helpful content. And you're doing it using The three perspectives, the three roles, each separate, each distinctive, each fully unfurling on its own without interference from the others. Of the audience member, listening for insight and audience attunement. Acting like the screenplay writer, envisioning from inspiration in Thought Leadership Studio and outputting content in all the different kinds of media that you can use. Using the talking points that you developed in Thought Leadership Studio, the thought leadership path that informs the content so coherently that it suddenly becomes easy to output all this content that all these content marketers have to think of new ways to put things, well, doing it with this kind of method just creates a tremendous number of talking points, each of which can be a perfect topic for a blog and press release or a podcast or video or any other media, really. Uh, and so you're outputting it to create the impact. And to learn more about the building blocks that form these, you want to get the Marketer's Guide to Strategic Thought Leadership. If you're a marketer, it's a little heady for others, a lot of marketing lingo there. and. If you want something a little simpler and you're not a marketer, that's coming. It's likely going to be called the Building Blocks of Strategic Thought Leadership. It's likely to also be a free PDF download. But currently, you can use the link in the show notes to get the Marketer's Guide to Strategic Thought Leadership. And if you really want to ramp up and accelerate your success through Strategic Thought Leadership and you're looking for a coach or consultant to give you the quick ramp up, be happy to help you. You can also check that out in the show link. And this is it for episode number two. The triple perspective method of the three-eyed lion of how thought leadership is like making a movie. Have a great one. Thought Leadership Studio.